Podcaster episode 12 in 3, 2, 1. Yay! Welcome back! Okay. Welcome back! Hello, Jen! Welcome What back to another up? episode. Hello, Sal. <laughs> Sadly, Shane can't be with us tonight, but she'll be back. She'll be back yeah, soon. She's, she's gonna be See, back, the thing guys, with so us that. is that we don't mm-hmm. also know when we record our videos at this point. We're like, are you guys busy? <laughs> oh, I can't do it tonight. Okay, let's record next week. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's our schedule. So we, yeah, we kind of do this um, recording or... Um, on on days we get to do it on on a time we are so free or can I say like we have a lot of time to spare we can't really just because yeah. this is a long recording it's not just yeah, as, it takes a while um, I know it's not just minute true so how do you want to start this new episode so So we're just gonna catch up with each other. So how? Yeah, we're just gonna catch what's up your week? first. What's? <laughs> uh, well, so my week was interesting. Happening with you? Uh, not necessarily. I mean, like in terms of K-pop, because I finally listened to the the podcast, the specific one episode that you told me to listen to, which was um Soul <laughs> Therapy's podcast episode mm, seven. Yes. And they talked about how high, high, high School Rapper Season 4 was a flop. Um, but that's not, like, the whole thing, though. But, like, because, like, the last part when they were introducing new albums was the most interesting part. Because I started listening to Essence. And, like, I know Essence and Simon Simon Dominic had, like, a, a, had that um, mm. Supreme Team. In the past, in the past, but then like um, yes, yes. went kind of like low key. I forgot why. I think was there a scandal of some sort. I'm not quite sure, but yeah. So, uh, I started listening to SS the the album they were talking about. Um, I forgot what it's called, but it was a 2019 ab- album from SS. I was like, mm. this is legit. This is mm, this is the type of like hip hop that you know because it's like really like. In your face rap. <laughs> it's like the purge of okay. that kind of like rap. So I'm like, mm, this is what I've been like. This is what I've been listening. Mm-hmm. And then, of That's course, nice. our our other favorite, favorite um, survival <laughs> show, Kingdom. Oh my god, 80s. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Last place. <laughs> Although, I am an 18e, and I might get my 18e card revoked by saying this, but I kind of understand why they were in last place because and um, cause like the whole classical music music mashup, the Jongho High Note, and then the EDM ending mm. is. They've done it before, from from the Wonderland um, mm. performance alone, and like we kept seeing the even with like mm. uh, with like their other performances. So I'm like, it's time to move on. No, I mean like I, it's a good performance, but like 
you know, if you compare it to performances from like RTK, I think RTK was a little bit more diverse, in my opinion. Mm. So. Mm. True, true. Yeah, I do agree with the RTK performance because I was watching a lot of the boys. Yes, the boys ma'am. music, the content, you know, I'm like a newly converted Dobby. Dobby. Did I yes, say that and right? Hi, friends that are Dobbies out there. This is your new recruit. Uh-huh. <laughs> Hello, <laughs> hello everyone. <laughs> and yeah, I, I I do agree with what you said that RTK has um, had diverse concept, especially with the boys, because the way they did danger, um, that was. Dude, Taemin's impact on the whole industry. <laughs> it's different. The it's impact. Diff- I mean, and SF Lines move the servism, the servism again. Taemin's influence, the influence. I swear, I swear. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah. Same as you. I was. I'm also watching Kingdom videos. I don't know. It's okay. I'm just gonna talk about Icon's performance because it it featured Lisa. But thankfully, it did not, like, Lisa's uh, participation did not swallow up the whole Icon performance. Which is a good thing, because you don't want to be, you don't want to be remembered as the performance that Lisa participated in. You want to be remembered as, like, the classy, you want to be remembered as, like, the classy savage, not just a pretty savage remix. True. I loved it. It was a nice and it was a nice interaction between YG because we were so starved with interactions. So true. Nice. Um, um, Stray Kids, amazing performance, and the newer ones. B two B. B two B. I love. I mean, B two B really shows that you know they are the sunbenims, like. Like, True. you can really see that, you know, they are there for a reason. And, like, they debuted for years for a reason. And it really shows in their performance. So, I'm like, mm-hmm. I love this. I love. Okay. But, of course, let's, let's not, this, let's just, <laughs> anyways, it's just we need to, let's save this for another episode. <laughs> Okay. When okay. the kingdom finale? That's next week. <laughs> so by the time we shoot um, our next episode, that's going to be out we can already. Talk about it. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be fun. You know, with all these um, groups coming up, like newer groups, and still uh, having old groups um, coming up with new songs, coming back with new songs. <laughs> Anyways, so we're just going to talk about the influence of K-pop globally, locally, in both of our countries because we're on different, you know, location. Um, And what are the highs and lows of the influence, be it um, from personal experience, from a friend's experience, or just someone's experience on that maybe you saw on Facebook, Twitter, or any social media. And then probably the bestest, the bestest, the best 
and the weirdest influence we got from K-pop. So that's gonna okay. be our episode for tonight. So I hope mm-hmm. you stay tuned till the end because we're gonna see a lot of interesting stuff. Yeah, I feel you. like I feel like so, this episode is going to be fun. We're just gonna start. <laughs> so we're just gonna start with like what's K-pop? Again, um, it's just um, we're just re- uh, reintroducing K-pop to you guys, but I I doubt that people still, you know. True. Who doesn't know, know K-pop, K-pop in this time and age? Like, there's no way a person does not know K-pop, especially with how mm. big it is right now internationally. True. So, um, what has been? Like, for you, like, what has been, like, the difference of K-pop's influence globally um, Mm. from, you know, before and now? And how do you think, um, or what are the factors that made you think or made you believe that, whoa, this influence is definitely out of this world? It's, like, something that's so intense. Mm. Uh, I think, because yeah. <laughs> um, I started listening to like K-pop from like when I was like in 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 grade six, twenty ten, and like whenever I would try to introduce K-pop or like whenever I would try to like well not even try whenever I would listen to songs, and people won't understand it, they would be like, "What's this?" You know, mm. and like I'm always going, "Oh, this is Korean music. This is a group called Super Junior," and then I had to mm. explain like why there are so many people in a group and like uh, you know the usual mockery like oh um you don't even understand or oh Mm. they all look alike anyway but now now you're now when you listen to a song and people are like oh what are you listening to i'm like oh i'm listening to like this group i'm like oh that group i've heard of them so you know it's kind of like hmm Mm. interesting like you don't really get that mockery anymore, I guess. I feel like mm-hmm. I'm. That's why I'm pretty like defensive, I guess, when it um when it comes to K-pop because we're we're so used to the. Why are you listening to that anyway? Like you know, you mm. you you'd be like true, true, true. you'd be like, what's it? What's it to you? Like, let me live. But like, that doesn't mm. happen as often anymore. So I guess that's like a good influence mm. of like the globalization of K-pop. True, true. Because I thought it was just like here, like people around me used to say like, "Why are you still listening?" or like, "Why are you listening to something you don't understand? You can't actually like relate to the lyrics because mm. duh, Korean is not your language." Mm. And then I've also like heard people say, "It's." It's a, it's a music that is not going to be popular. Because mm. yeah, first, it's like, yeah, the, the lyrics uh, are different. But now, <laughs> it's like a normal thing. Like, a thing, I guess. I mean, now I've seen like, more if people. You, if, if you don't listen to K-pop or like a certain group, <laughs> the group that shall not be named... <laughs> But if you don't listen to that group, you will be seen as the weird one. You're the odd one out nowadays. Mm. Mm. Cause, which is ridiculous for me is actually like 2020 or maybe 2019. I've seen people who don't listen to that 
that particular. Huh, that it's particular hilarious group. how we know what group but, we're talking about. <laughs> but I think the pandemic really, uh, really made them listen. I don't know. Maybe because they're in their homes all the time. They have the internet. They have YouTube. They have Spotify. They can listen and watch their music videos. But it's just. But it's not just um, the case for that group. It's it's like no. I no, think yeah. it, um, everyone, I think the fans doubled over time because, you know, streaming is free. I mean, and that's like, how know. I got into NCT, right? Like, I was just mm. watching Mama <laughs> because I couldn't go anywhere in, in December, right? Like, I mean, we couldn't have, mm. like, vacations or we couldn't, like, you know, travel. So, you know, we were just at home watching mm. TV, watching Mama with our friends. And I feel like there are a lot of fans like that as well. Like, new fans because of corona mm. or, like... I mean, another example like that, that is very personal, I guess, would be my mom. Because over the pandemic, she couldn't go to the mm-hmm. office, right? So she had more free time. And then mm. her workmate suggested her um, crash landing on you. That was back in, like, March. And now, it's insane the amount of dramas and movies she watches she can sit down in the sofa in our living room from like 9am to like 9pm I am not even kidding like it's insane Tita oh my god I mean I guess I guess I'm kind of thankful cause like I was talking to her cause cause we have TV one on like on like on our TV like so I was just I was having breakfast mm-hmm. with her this morning and then Kingdom was on TV, like the replay of Kingdom was on TV, and then it was Stray Kids. Um, and then I told her, oh, you know, this guy, these people got shot out by Ryan Reynolds, and she knew about it. And I'm mm. like, we can relate now. We can have a conversation about this. Exactly. The mind. Exactly. I was like, I mean, I guess I'm thankful, cause mm. like, yeah. yeah. So I'm like, you know, pros and cons. Pros and cons. Hmm. Because I know your mom is very supportive of you with all the things you do for K-pop. We've seen it firsthand. She wasn't that supportive <laughs> back then. Back then. But now, uh, since like, back I then, my own. Uh, see, back then. But the, now, since... The, true! Oh my god, true, 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 true. The change. It's not just like the conversion of one fan to... Uh, like, like non-fan to a fan. It's just at, um, also the support. I think it's it contributes to the success globally globally because we've seen like just like you said like Stray Kids is now Ryan Reynolds' favorite Australian. Truly, so coming from a per- like coming from a Hollywood personality to have that comment, it makes you feel like oh my god, this is not just about South Korea or like Asia, because Hollywood stars are now getting interactions with these um idols and it's you know it that's the recent one what what about those um idols that uh that idol interaction that happened probably f- a year ago two years so and that like interaction sour candy be- lady gaga black yeah, pink you know, yeah, stuff like that true true that collaboration so you know that when you have personalities like actresses and actors from Hollywood, like YouTube influencers, um, who else? Like public figures. And then 
they relate or they have yeah. this like um genuine connection with mm. K-pop. It it makes you feel like this is the thing now. It's not something that is easily mocked now. Mm. You know, this is a serious thing. That's what I get whenever I see like K-pop influences day. But like I feel like cuz I rem- like the first like m- huge interaction between K-pop and uh um like a western artist would be 21 and black eyed peas back in the day way back in the day but like it didn't blow up as much as now i guess mm, so i think it mm. really has something to do with the timing of everything mm. you know um because mm-hmm. i feel like back then k-pop wasn't that well introduced to the western market so even with this collaboration people were like what like, eh. But like after I guess like Gangnam Style and then of course the B- uh, the impact of BTS, these um these collaborations started becoming even bigger and bigger, you know because mm. people now know both of them, like and then each of them has mm. like really really strong fan bases, um when it comes mm. to collaborations, so I don't know I guess. It, it it did happen before, but I guess since people weren't as understanding or didn't really understand how K-pop works, uh, mm-hmm. that's why it didn't really blow up as big as, you know, collaborations today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Because I remember also Mama um, inviting foreign artists to... Do you remember Show Me The Money inviting Snoop Dogg? Like, where did that come from? <laughs> <laughs> That was so random. Dude, Snoop Dogg was sitting there and he had like 20, 20-something Korean rappers rap in front of him in a language he doesn't understand. Like, then. That was weird, but that, that was, was phenomenal. That was so weird. Like, what was he doing there? But yeah, but um, seeing this um, collaborations lately, because, you know, I we have Spotify. Mm-hmm. It's easier to listen to like music Dude, this way uh, with Spotify. So with all their uh, playlists like new music, um um what um I can't remember the rest of the playlist, but uh, yeah, for example, new music, then you would browse from top to the bottom, you see True. Oh, there's a K-pop artist here. But who is this person they're collaborating? And then you ended up like knowing True. that person, which is a great thing. For you, cause y- you get the best out of the two worlds, you know. It's you, uh, just yeah. like the mashing up. Mm. So um, yeah, that's true. But since we kind of talk about the highest of influence of K-pop, but what about like the the lows or like baby bra so warriors influence of K-pop? <laughs> I I did not expect that. So. You're so annoying. No, oh my god. Okay, tell your, um, tell your story about baby bra. I mean, okay, maybe not baby bra warriors, but like, oh my god, I'm gonna sound like an absolute (laughs) boomer, but I know you will understand where I'm coming from because you're an old fan too, like, (laughs) like you know, second gen stan. But like when Mm -hmm. these third, fourth gen stans try to like. 
I don't know, change the whole K-pop game, I guess. I don't know. And be like, oh, this is blah, blah, mm. blah. This is wrong. This is blah, blah, blah. Even if that's something that has been done for years, I feel like... Sit down. <laughs> Girl. Like... Wait, what was Johnny's line in sit down? Wait. Don't get up. Don't stand up. Please don't put your hand up. And don't make me tell you again. Sit down! That's literally what I want to say to them. I'm like, guys, uh, like, please, can you just not? I will not be dropping any examples because I will get called for. But this is just how I feel. Mm-hmm. This is just how I feel. I'm just like, mm-hmm. but you know, being the bigger person and being the more experienced fan, if that's even a thing, um, I'm just like, you know, like, mm-hmm. it, Sambe. like, oh, oh. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> you are. Go. But that's Go. an interesting point <laughs> to to actually um um say because I know I wasn't really that active during the first years of my fan girling on K-pop. I don't really like um put myself out on social media. But because these days, it's easier to just, like, shout your love for your idols. Because you get to tweet it, you get to IG it, you get to just, like, post on Facebook and comment on YouTube. So, fandoms tend to be a little bit intense. (laughs) Tell me about it. I'm getting overwhelmed. Because sometimes it's to the point that I'm not sensing, like, logical perspective. Or I don't see sense or, like, I don't feel any good vibes. It's just plain... (laughs) It's just plain nonsense. You know, sometimes they just want to say things that don't matter, some things that just... I don't know, it's, it makes me feel like, is this your foundation of, like, fandom? Is this how you work? Is this how, this is how you operate? Because back in the day, well, it sounds like back a Back in my days. Days. I did not <laughs> do that. <laughs> this is why I said we're going to be sounding so much like boomers. Because we're really going to be going like, oh, you know, back in the days, like five, ten, uh, not, not, yeah, eight years ago or something. <laughs> but still, but we're going to use the boomerang, whatever. But yeah, that's just my, because, you know, it's tiring. It is. <laughs> yeah, it really that's is. my, so that gives you like a bad sense kind of way. Because, oh, let's say you have, you're part of that particular uh, fandom but right. you don't sound like that or you don't actually right. do that kind of thing but it kind of gives you a different image because people associate you with it of course you know, of course with, with that kind of tweet especially if it goes viral right. so like you're a you're a blank right. like, you're a blank like you're an xol you're like a vip and that's how you that's just like our take people right no no it's, it's true yeah besides that like you know 
I think that that was one of the biggest like lows of like getting into this spectrum of K-pop. And, you know, to the age, have to deal we're still kind of so there. Trolls. We're still kind of there. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. Is there a way to? Fix but anyway, it? I don't you can't do so. anything. Mm, it's hard because it's like. It's like culture. Anyway, like anyway. Besides yes, go. that, let's yeah, let's not talk. About I have a headache. <laughs> uh, but besides that, I um, do you think do you also have influence on how people um, see their bodies or oh. how they present themselves physically, especially uh, in social media? Yeah. Like, like what do you have feel about that? Like um physical like image, of like it's it's funny actually here in like Asia or mm-hmm. like Southeast Asia, cause um I feel like w- being f- mm-hmm. being fair skin is still associated with with being pretty, but I see like whenever my aunt sees someone mm-hmm. that is like you know a K-pop idol, she'd go like, why are they so white? So I'm kind of like. Huh, interesting. Like, what... Isn't your idea of mm. uh, a beautiful, fair-skinned uh, fair oh. lady? Or, but, like, I feel like, um... Like, mm. the, the typical Asian... The typical Asian stereotype that girls have to be a certain weight or a certain... For this certain height, you have to be a certain weight. You have to have fair skin, flawless skin. I know. It's can be tiring it uh, it is tiring but you know kind of just you know live off self-loathe no i'm kidding i love myself (laughs) (laughs) i i know you love dark like dark humor but that's like yeah yeah Let's not thread on that. No, no, no. I love myself. <laughs> but, oh, no, I know. You know, you just, you know, he- uh, you know tr- healthy, you know, work out to be healthy and not to mm. be like a certain stereotype. Like, oh, you have to be this skinny. Oh, you have um, this, these clothes mm. should fit you. Or, you know, I'm like kind of over that, I guess. How about you, though? Mm. Like, mm. what do you, do you personally feel attacked? No, I'm kidding. Do you personally feel attacked? Um, <laughs> <laughs> Insert meme of Laganja here. Laganja is Chandra, Yasmin. <laughs> Speaking of all stars, let's get it. But like, yeah. Do you personally feel like, um, uh, you know, the K-pop have changed your perspective on like beauty? Mm, of course, because <laughs> I feel I don't. I don't but because when you consume a lot of K-pop videos on YouTube because you know um, it's accessible you tend to feel like it's the norm like you you have to be this body type you have to have this skin type you have Mm -hmm. to have this beautiful milky whatever texture of your skin so that you could be considered beautiful you know for example like this is Ayu's uh, diet diet. I saw Uh, that too and I was like you're only eating apple in a day? Is that even possible for a person to, like, work the whole day with just, like, an apple in their stomach? 
like you know and there's also this transformation from like 20, 20 2014 to 2020 and then I've seen like like what are what is the process to achieve this kind of thing then you click into this like videos and then you see it's not the healthiest right. option so right. so I do admire their beauty because they're very, like they are beautiful but uh, it kind of makes me feel like not all people can achieve that oh yeah obviously yeah especially if you come from like not of the same how do you say this like the same geographical like you know because east asian look different i'm just oh yeah they're built different (laughs) they're built different like how do you expect us southeast asian people to actually look like that the moment we are born of course so of course Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I guess what I um what I just love about the way they present themselves is uh, the fashion, I guess. Oh yeah, very fashion forward. Yeah, true. That's um I've never seen like elegance <laughs> on like the clothes on on them. It's just it makes me feel like ah, oh, I want that, but I can't afford that. So. Facts, facts. <laughs> like you know, especially for me, because I'm a blink, and whenever oh. I see like <laughs> how the four of them would just like do you, wear do you, luxury like, brands, YSL, like <laughs> Chanel, like Gucci, like. No, I'm just gonna look at you guys, admire you, but I can't afford you. I mean, the only thing she... I can afford is Pepsi. <laughs> <laughs> That is the only one. And probably Globe? Load? Globe! <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Dude, I'm such a poor fan. But no, I th- still love you guys. But I mean, you know, being a fan doesn't necessarily mean <laughs> having to buy everything they're in- they endorse. Mm. Like, you can support them by your own way. This is another, I think, fan culture that I think is like a bit toxic. I don't know. Mm. But, like, you know, when people or, like, fans try to, like, show off that they love their idols by buying this, buying that, I feel like that's not a measure of how much you love your idols. Like, it mm. really depends on, like, the, the person's capabilities. Like, yes, you can buy that, but, like, what if another person, okay, like, can't afford, like, not necessarily mm. can't afford that they're poor, but, you know, they have other needs mm. that need to be bought. Like, you know, as working, as people that are working right now and, you know, trying to live independently, mm. we have other things that we need to buy than, you know, photo cards. <laughs> I'm kidding. But, like, <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, but, like, you know, I guess it's mm. it all boils down to, to knowing what your priority is. And maybe if you have extra, if you have a bit extra, then okay, fine. But that shouldn't be... Mm. A measure of how much you support your idol. Mm. There are so many ways mm. that you can support mm. your idol, like stream. That's free. Like listen mm. on Spotify, watch their music videos on YouTube. So like, so please sponsor us, Spotify and YouTube. We're come mentioning on, your come neighbor. on, come on, dude. We've been mentioning your name for quite a while now. <laughs> <laughs> Spotify, if you're listening. 
come on. You can just like at least pay for like a year of our Spotify's. Like for like True. Stuff, like, right? Like a year free of Spotify. Like please do. That's <laughs> all we ask. No, not really. <laughs> yeah, but but I'll be honest here, like being a fan, like a K pop uh, like a K pop fan, it's a luxury. True. It is. Like um but I don't see it as uh, like a bad thing. It's just you just have to find alternatives to actually be able to afford that kind of lifestyle. And it, I admire a, some because they're very out there. It's it's a hobby, and like I feel like a lot like everyone has different hobbies, but like um. Yeah, some may cost more than the other. So it really boils down to how you can uh, budget, you know, your money. And I do agree, it is a luxury. And mm. it is it, it is a lot, a lot of money. Especially before when, you know, concerts were a thing. Were a thing. But, yeah, I guess if you can, then, you know, if you mm. can and you've, you know, bought everything that you need and you're settled, maybe if you have a little extra, then, you know, why not? But, like, don't force yourself to, like, starve because mm. you need to buy an album, you know? I feel like mm. that's, like, okay. But, I mean, you do you, girl. You do you. If you mm. can go a day without eating and you really, really want the album, like, <laughs> just, you know, be safe, be healthy. Mm-hmm. Just please make sure that you get to play the album before it arrives, like after it arrives. True. <laughs> please, please, like, be healthy. Don't die. True. That's it. You know. But still, you do you. You do you. You know, it's it's a it's a personal like a preference. Like right. right they have their is. own thing going on. It's just like. So, okay. Okay, that's it for the lows cuz I don't want to feel so sad about <laughs> the the other side of things. Right. You know, I just So, we're just going to go to your personal experiences. Like, what is the best influence or like like the most amazing or what do you How do you, uh, it depends on how you like would phrase it and what is the weirdest thing that keep up Made me made you do, made you do. Made, yeah. Mm, okay, so I guess the best um influence that K-pop has on had on me or is having on me, uh, would be. I guess with new media as well. This is really social media based, but I was able to meet the best people from K-pop. Uh, I mean. It's a it's a very easy topic to converse with other people with, and I've met some of the best people that I've had that I am currently in a very strong friendship with um through K-pop like from Twitter like you know if you're a starlight uh, my best experience was when I was a starlight because the starlight community is so small, so um I get to meet great people. And we're still really, really, really good friends until now. That even if you know Vix is currently you know not that active, we branch out to like other 
conversation. So you know, it's really the people, the people that I've met through K-pop. I mean, I met you and Shane through well, you, you most personally through K-pop because I let me see if I can find our EXO picture. Remember that? <laughs> if I can still find that EXO picture, but like, yeah, that was like, that was a, th- mm. and yeah, but like. For my weird, I wouldn't personally call it weird, but like oh, mm-mm. this is kind of a, a, a new low for me <laughs> because I've uh, I I I've really been into collecting albums when I was uh, since the start of my K-pop fandom, whatever. But recently, mm. I've been starting collect to collect PCs and that. Ma'am, that is not, that is not an experience that I would want you to try. <laughs> it is expensive. It is tiring. It is heartbreaking. <gasps> it is heartbreaking. This, cause like sometimes with the rare PCs, the seller would be like, "Oh, whoever DMs me first gets." the PC so you thought you DM first but you're actually not and then the seller would be like I've DM'd all the successful claimers and you didn't get a DM so you're like (laughs) (laughs) so like you know what I just I'm just like it's okay it's all worth it well I like I love how you're going like you're convincing yourself about I just you know at this point I'm just like (laughs) down the PC collector life. This is not good. Um, what else? Um, I think the weirdest influence that I got because of like K-pop or the Hallyu is was I think when I was in grade eight. Mm. Yeah, I think I was in grade eight or something. So my mom was like, all three of us got new phones. Like me, my brother, my sister. So like, let's get all of you new phones. I'm like, okay. And then I was like, no, I don't want an iPhone. I want a Samsung S4. Because at that time, I was watching The Airs, right? Lee Min Ho and, um, what's her name? Park Shin Hye. Park Shin Hye! And, like, Park Shin Hye, even if she was, like, the daughter of the maid, she had a Samsung S4. And I was like, hmm, interesting. <laughs> and the thing with the Samsung is that their, um, their phones, their covers flipped like this it's not just the case so the thing with the airs is that whenever they would answer the phone so they would flip it open and then swipe right and then close it and then answer and i was mesmerized i was like samsung phones can do that apparently all phones can do that it's not just samsung (laughs) but like i was like yo that is lit I, I want to answer my phone, but close it with the case. <laughs> so I got a Samsung S4. I was like, no, mom. I want a Samsung S4. So yeah, that, that was like the weirdest. But you know that the marketing works. Cause the PPL. I, the PP, truly. Because as I was watching Penthouse, I was like, hmm, an espresso, co- an espresso machine would look nice. But then I was thinking, like, you know, the trash it accumulates. Because it's, like, per capsule, right? Mm. So it's, like, ah, mm. that's, like, going to be very, like, 
that's gonna produce a lot of trash and it's like very expensive like i know you buy it per 10 capsules and that's like really expensive mm. so you know i still stick to my three in one was good <laughs> yes ma'am affordable of- yes of course you know again your needs you need to prioritize your needs mm-hmm. <laughs> that's Love about it. it for me how about you like what mm. are your best and funniest or weirdest influences that k-pop has had on you my biggest uh my biggest influence uh, like influencer like the best one is i got to know other artists outside k-pop shout out to jungwoo from ntt <laughs> Because I had no idea about, like, other artists outside K-pop. Because I was just like, oh, K-pop, it's the only thing I know. Right. Then, I've seen, like, your recommendations. I got to know a lot more. It's a different dimension. So, that includes K-hip-hop, K-R&B, K-indie. Quality. Maybe some, like, ballad, deers. Right. I was not expecting that, but I but that is the best thing for me. Because gay hip hop you know, was like a completely different realm. Like what is this? Let the bodies hit the flow. Let the bodies hit the flow. Let the bodies hit the flow. Yeah, that is like Yes, 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 yes. So whenever I see like um, like new artists on Spotify or just barely like on a YouTube comment, like saying, "Oh, I've um, I've heard this from this. I've heard this from this. Oh my god! Like I'm gonna check that artist out." Because I know it's not just my case. Because I've seen comments from YouTube saying, "Oh, I've heard this from this V Live," or I've like I've seen this from this. Um, like, like who's, who's um, here like, because of this shout out from this artist mm, yeah, yeah true so that's like yes it's a it's a winning move <sighs> thank you k-pop thank you shout out to k-pop <laughs> truly truly yeah that that is probably like my best experience like like what more can i say it's like the best <laughs> you always get to discover new I love discovering new art. This is why the number one thing that Jenny and I will do the minute we (laughs) arrive in Korea is to go to like underground concerts, like underground hip-hop, underground R&B, underground indie. Because like, can you imagine though, like, like you're just sitting there or like just standing in like, you know those, you know those, um, um, kind of like underground like basement type venues mm, that the mm, stage is just like mm. really like like not even that high and you're just mm. vibing with like a bottle of beer and you Jen when? <laughs> Jen! Please let this be over <laughs> yeah but yeah um, that's my best um, influence the best is the best, the best, the best, the best. That's amazing. 
But the weirdest or the funny, like the funniest one is, I was watching like a YouTube video like from a radio star. Okay, okay. Um, it's it's a it's a variety show, um, and then Heechul was part of uh, the guest, like the right. guest panels, and then he was just talking about like you know his love for game, online gaming, and how he, you know, how he had purchased a lot of gems uh, or skins. His that how you say it, like you know, he spent a lot of money on games. And then one guest was a South Korean League of Legends player. Uh, his name is Faker. Faker! And I was, and I, yes, I was trying to think of it. I've heard of him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and I became so interested because like, cause he said in, uh, during that interview that he doesn't spend a lot of money on games. Although Who, he Faker? is a online... Yeah. Although he is a, like uh, an online, uh, like a lol player, and I was like, oh my god, how can you do that? Like, how can you not spend so much money? Although you're a professional, then I became so interested in him that I ended up watching a lot of his videos. Really? And what's weird? Uh, what's weirder is that I downloaded League of Legends and started playing it. So I think that's like the weirdest or like the wow. I did no, not but expect myself. Do does did lols did was lol created in Korea or is it an outside game? Because I know Korea has their own like online games, right? The the industry, the gaming industry in Korea is like really intense. Like if you go to their mm. internet cafes, the PC bums. Hmm. Like, yes. The gaming industry in Korea alone, I think, I think, I, I, I think even before K-pop or K-dramas, it was the gaming of Korea. It has always been that prominent. Yeah. Because, I don't know, because I'm not really a gamer, but I think the rise of mobile games, yes. I think, amplified the whole gaming industry. Because it's easier now, it does, you don't have to set up. Like a, right. a PC or like mm. a really gaming That's... station. You just have your phone and a good connection. Yeah, and you're good to go. True. That is a really weird take on my influence because I'm not really that of a gamer. But, but because of Heechul, be... you downloaded LOL. Yeah, because I became like, <laughs> oh my god, they're so good. So yeah, cool. that's my weird one. Like, okay, um, I guess, like, what you see, like, you know how everything, like, goes up, but when it, when it reaches its peak, like, there's nowhere to go, but, like, you know, is going to go down. So, mm. um, do you think that mm. this is the peak for K-pop or, like, the influence of K-pop? Or do you think it can go even higher? Because I feel like, um, when Psy, when the Psy phenomenon happened in 2012, I thought, oh, this is how big K-pop... I mean, coming from an, like, an mm. older K-pop fan, like, that was already huge, a huge win for the K-pop fans mm. because K-pop got so globalized. And we were like, oh, okay, so, yeah, this is good, but, like, it's gonna... Yeah, we're okay with this. We're okay with this amount mm. of globalization of K-pop. And then BTS happened. So... And we never really expected that high of a 
I guess, you know, like influence or like that big of an influence. So do mm. you think, <clears throat> do you think after this or like, yeah, is it going to go down or do you think there's going to be a new phenomenon after BTS or like after this whole period? Hmm, I think there's gonna be a second like peak of this. Okay. Cause I've seen like uh, or I see newer groups, and they're being broadcasted on like foreign channels. Like let's say for a magazine like Seventeen, Allure, Elle, a Cosmopolitan. I've never seen those kind of exposure before. Mm. That's why it wasn't as easy. Like it was, it was difficult to actually gain global presence. Right. But um, I think there's gonna be challenges before I it reaches like the second another peak. peak. You know the pressure of still like no. Yeah, the pressure of BTS of Blackpink those like as if. Like those biggest acts it's it would be a challenge for them because they they have so many eyes on them but there's this uh, new talents mm. that I feel like would be out there but and be able what? to mm. make make a name for themselves like it's not gonna be probably like the, the as big as what happened to BTS Cause that was really that was... really big. Like it was like a sudden mm. thing, and like it blew out. But but with that foundation, like you know, because it's out there. It's the name is out there. There's not gonna be much of an like you know, you know, hard work or uh, no no um not much of effort to just patch because things yeah because or, like, you know the K pop. The K-pop industry is now even mm. well known. It's like even bigger now. Like mm. I feel mm. like the second gens kind of put it out there, but it was still mm. it was still a a pretty niche market. It wasn't that big of a market yet. Although mm. they did start the market outside the countries, outside their respective countries, like mm. um. Of course, Boa, Super Junior, you know, SNSD, Big Bang, you know, those OGs. Mm. They did open the, they did tear down the walls, but mm. um, I guess like nowadays with like third gen and like especially like BTS and Blackpink, they like blew up the walls, you know. Mm. The walls are down. Yeah, so you know, it gets me thinking like, what other thing is there to bringing back to the wall blowing up analogy like what other thing is there to blow up you know because all the walls have been blown up so what is the new thing you know kind of makes me want to kind of makes me interest like can't wait for you know new talent new music but is this also the start of you know um a western uh, groups? Mm? I mean, we have NCT Hollywood in the making, so, mm. you know, it's not that far-fetched of an idea. But I do think it could have the same approach as Super M. 
make okay. a group just for the like, American a different market. audience. Yeah, mm. they can do that because because someone started it. Yeah. But it may take a while, probably to. I mean, yeah, K-pop, K-pop did take a while too. So. Hmm. But I think it, yeah, it's gonna be easier, cause um, for us international fans, it's just like we're just given like a lot of platforms. Yeah. To yeah, support or to just. To consume because we have YouTube, Spotify, like social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, like mm. the newer ones like Clubhouse or mm. um, this specific app that like entertainments uh, make, like the Weavers. Weavers, like, VLive, Bubble. VLive, something like that. Uh, like, yeah, all those things. So yeah. to gain the presence or like to gain fandom, it, it is easier. It's not as like, oh, I have to watch this at uh, this variety show in one forty four p in like first part. I agree. Part. It's not... I agree. <laughs> it was hard to connect with your idols be- before because you don't get the same like um, chances or like you're not given much opportunities to to have that interaction or do that connection. But now you can yeah, like, now. share, comment. You can even interact, Stream. like, like True, the, reply directly to, like, call. Instagram comments, mm. via Instagram comments, and, you know, stuff like that. So, well, I mean, it was the hard times that made us strong <laughs> fangirls, the strong fangirls that we are today. Mm-hmm. Can't, kind of can't wait to see how K-pop will influence mm. in the long run. But at the same time, and... it's kind of like, what is there, what other else is there to influence, you know? But you know, mm-hmm. we never know. And that's we it. never know. Mm-hmm. And you know, it may not just be purely music. It could be like True. outside the realms True. of music. Like, True. You know, we will never know. It's just because these days, the boundaries between cultures and like society and other things it's not as like defined it's just like right. the silver lining so i we'll agree know. i agree i agree completely yeah i think that's it for our episode <laughs> like for our episode for, for tonight been, I, I told I you this was going to be a fun episode and it was this is this episode is going to be we weren't expecting <laughs> This is the episode is going to be titled Selena and Jenny, the K-pop boomers. Oh, I'm ready for Baby Bra Warriors, where you at? <laughs> no, <laughs> baby, baby Bra Warriors, where you at? So, if you guys have um, things that we forgot to mention, like just comment down your opinions, your reviews, or if you have suggestions on what topic to talk about just please the comment sections are open in our youtube and our instagram please do yes (laughs) so yeah so see you guys um soon (laughs) because we don't even know Mm -hmm. but like see you guys soon and 
thank you for listening to the end of this episode. I hope um, yes. to see you again next time. 